This is Iron Sports, 95.9, 106.9. We're talking to Coach Jamie Chadwell of Coastal Carolina, um, the Walker Cam Coach of the Year, AP Coach of the Year, ranked number 12 last year. Uh, thanks a lot, Coach Chadwell, for coming on Iron Sports. Yeah, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on with you. So I was watching your Twitter feed, and, and you like this quote, skills are cheap, but passion is priceless. So what do you mean by that? Well, I just think that there's a lot of people that are talented, but they, they rely on the talent. And then when things get tough, uh, that talent's not enough. You better have passion for what you do uh, and and passion for why you do it. And I think if you have those things, that overcomes. If you add it to talent, that's great. But if you don't have as much talent, but you have passion for what you do, you can still do some special things. And I think we're a great example of that in our program here. So, like, last year, a lot of teams, everybody had to deal with the pandemic, problems, this and that, and a lot of people made excuses, teams that had bad years. You have three games canceled, two you were scheduling. I don't know how many, I mean, you were scheduling in this game, like, within, like, two days' notice. Somehow you end up with 11-1 record. You're 12th in the country. You overcame all the challenges of the pandemic. Yeah, you know what, and I think, and I think it's how you choose to look at things. You, either, you, you know, most people... They have to do things, and and I think our our players and our team they decided, hey, we get to do this, no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances, we're going to find a way to 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 get it done, get to play, and and when you take a mindset like that, that you have a get to mindset, <clears throat> no matter what adversity throws you away, you find a way to uh, not only you know fight through it, overcome it, but really uh, thrive through it, and I think that's what our team did last year, and and it just goes back to your mental approach, and I think. If you get young people to believe in themselves uh, and believe in that mindset, uh, good things can happen. And, and I think that showed last year through all the difficulty that we faced and are going to face again this year with what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, I think a lot of my listeners and myself just were totally – I just love that BYU game when you beat the number 13-ranked BYU Cougars at Brooks Stadium, uh, the Mormons with Mullets game. It was the six meetings of undefeated teams in December, and it was the highest-rated ESPNU uh, game, I think, ever. Uh, but what a, what a tremendous game that was and losing, you know, for you to, to pull that out on national television. Yeah, that's the one that everybody, um, you know, seems to remember more than anything. And, and I, I've gotten more emails uh, and just different things from uh, random fans across the country just about that game. And and I think what obviously made it special, you know, being both undefeated that late in the year and the way it came together really in about 48 to 72 hours and then it goes out and lives up to its billing. You know, just came down to the last play of the game there on about the one-yard line. And uh, and it was just a special night for us. Game day was here, able to, you know, uh, showcase what we're building here in our program and being a part of the Sun Belt. And then to have to have the season we had up to that point and then them having a top draft pick, just everything uh, came to fruition that night. It was a special night. And, and one of those games you always, for us, at least, you know, you, you always look back and remember – you know, where you were that night and, and how hopefully how that game really shifted the trajectory of a, of a whole university and a football program. Yeah, I mean, one thing we talk about is that uh, the BYU was averaging one of the top defensive teams in the country, 90 yards rushing a game they were holding teams for. You ran for 281 yards. You had drives of like nine minutes and eight minutes. Uh, just tremendous performance. Your offensive line and defensive line were able to dominate BYU, and that was, I think, a shock to everybody. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think that's what, our guys were told, hey, you're not big enough. They're physically, you know, you're playing men. You know, they're 29 years old, you know, all those different things. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, and one, our guys took it to heart. But two, when you when you had to get a game that soon, 
you really just have to do what you do and hope it's good enough. And I think for us, we just said, hey, this is what we're going to have to do to win the game. We're going to have to keep them off the field, but we're going to go at them. And, uh, and we did. And to be able to rush and control the clock and do the things that most people, most commentators said, that's no way you can do this. They're just not going to allow you to do it. And to be able to do that uh, was, uh, you know, I think our, our players took pride in that to say, hey, we can do this. And they wanted to go prove a point. Because most of our guys, uh, with the exception of a select few, probably would never be recruited by BYU. Uh, and, uh, and for them to go out and be able to you know, dominate up front says a lot about them and, and their desire and their passion to, to play for each other. Yeah, I was reminded of the Tennessee Titan game when they were st- the Rams stopped him at the one-yard line to Mateo. I don't know how his last name pronounced him, but he was able to hold, uh, you know, stop the BYU back on the one-yard line to end the game. What, what a tremendous ending. It was like out of the movies almost. Yeah, that and, and you know, I grew up in Tennessee, so I remember that Titans uh, Super Bowl <laughs> well. And, you know, I thought we were in a good position. You know, there's there's – so many seconds left, and he's dry. You know, he's got to drive basically ninety something yards. He makes one throw, gets him down there, makes another one, and I start getting a little nervous. Uh, but Mateo Sadipo is his last name. He he followed through on his coaching, he, and it was right there to make a play. You know, and and what was unique about it, everybody starts running out there, but the referees, you know, they they said that he was down, but then there there had to be a review. So it was almost like a subdued celebration until you could figure out for sure if he was stopped or not. So. But uh, one of those that we'll always remember uh, that, the, you know, anybody that comes back here, they'll know what happened on that one-yard line uh, for the rest of the history of college football here at Coastal Carolina. We're talking to Coach Jamie Chadwell of Coastal Carolina. Um, one of your alums actually lives in Palm Beach County, near, actually near, pretty near the station, is pretty famous, and we love golf here, is uh, Dustin Johnson, so one of the most famous alums from Coastal Carolina. Yeah, I wish he would. Uh, wish he'd come up here and give me some golf lessons because I'm terrible. <laughs> so, but yeah, we're we're very proud of him and and what he's done and and that whole area down there for us is great football area. We're, we're recruiting. We recruit the state of Florida pretty heavily. We signed uh, six players out of there last year. Got some commitments out of there this year already. That's an important area for us. It's good football, great high school coaches, and uh, and uh, next time maybe I can come in studio with you guys. I'd love to come visit. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. One of your players, Grayson McCall, uh, the quarterback from last year's uh, Johnny Unitas Award finalist, I guess, however, put the list for this year coming up. It's great to have, you know, the year, you know, have a successful year and then have the quarterback come back, uh, you know, for another at least uh, two more years playing for you. Yeah, that, that makes you sleep a little better. I can guarantee you that. Uh, he's, uh, he's uh, really, obviously really good. All those accolades he's, he's gotten, he's earned. Uh, what makes him what makes him special though is he's a really good leader. The players around him, uh, they believe in him. He works hard. They know that they know he puts a lot into it to be a good player. And I think anytime you have your you know your best player who 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 will lead, who will put time in to be better, who who encourages his teammates, that makes you that much better. And that's that's what makes him special at that quarterback position. So a lot has been talked about as the name, image, and likeness and different deals. And people think, well, if you don't go to Alabama or whatever, you're not going to get those deals per se. But your team, half your games are played on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on prime, prime time. You have a teal field, which is crazy. No one else has that. You really have this, uh, and you have the mullet whole thing going. It, it's almost, you have a really good mix in terms of these players that want to use, take advantage of name, image, and likeness, actually be able to brand themselves. I do think we we are unique among you know our, our our level the G5 that we do have some advantage of that and as we continue to win we're on TV you mentioned the Till Field where the Shauna clears you know most people try nobody has that type of 
<laughs> nickname, you know. So we got a lot going for us, and uh, you know now, uh, and so I do think there are opportunities for for our players and, and future players here as as we continue to build this program. That uh, there's some advantages for that because of the uniqueness and people. Uh, you know, want to know more about what's going on, and you do have some of those. So we've had a few players sign some NIL deals. I don't exactly know what they're doing. I'm not seeing any Lamborghinis in the parking lot yet, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe we got to win a few more games for that. But uh, but I do think you know that's obviously here to stay with NIL, and 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 hopefully we'll we'll continue to do well, and and everybody on our team can benefit from that. And coach, I'm I'm intrigued by your trajectory of when you were coach. You went to East Tennessee State as a player, and then you were there, and then you went to offense coordinator, uh, and then and then you were the head coach at Division Two North Greenville at 32 years old. You chose to become that head coach and work your way up that way, not be like the third, fourth, fifth assistant at some big time program, but you were a head coach early and and worked through those programs, and now you're coaching one of the top 20 teams in the country. Yeah, it's been a it's definitely been a unique uh, ride, not a traditional one, uh, you know, and. I was I was an assistant coach there and, and at, at Charleston Southern when I was like you said when I was in my my 30s and and I don't know if I ever said hey I wanted to be a head coach my father was a, a head high school coach and so I loved football and I knew I wanted to coach but I don't think I got into it saying hey I want to be a head college coach but uh, you know where where I was at and at uh, in my career when I made that move I just decided you know what I'm gonna bet on myself I'm just gonna go you see if I can I feel like I want to run a program and this is how I want to do it and. And you do it at that level, you can make tons of mistakes and nobody really knows and nobody really cares, you know. And so there was a lot of growing for me. But it's really, I think what it does is you, is you you figure out what it takes to win and where you're at, right? And, and with less resources, less scholarships. When I was there, we had 17 scholarships at Division Two, and playing against people that had 36. And so you had to be creative and unique and to try to find ways to win. And I think that's helped me uh, as I've been at some different places is to, to appreciate what you have and then also, too, is just make the most of what you have and, and just always believe you have enough. doesn't mean you have to stop fighting to get better, but if you just believe you have enough and you and you get your players to believe in that, good things can happen. And so uh, I'm thankful for the journey I've been on. Uh, we, now, we've lived in a lot of different places. I don't, I don't know if my wife is like moving as much as she has, but uh, it's been a good journey and, and uh, thankful that it's brought me here. Well, your journey starts in like three days. You play Citadel on Thursday, and then I, then Kansas on September 10th, Friday to September 10th at home. So you have a Power 5 school going to Brooks Stadium. That's going to be so exciting for, for everything. Yeah, it is. We, we kick it off three days, Thursday night, uh, uh, versus an in-state opponent, which is awesome for us. So we're, we're hoping we're, we're trying to, uh, you know, now that we can have full capacity back, so we're excited about that. And then our first Power 5 opponent with Kansas, you know, I mean, that's a – that's a big deal for us and our young program. That's our what is it? Our fifth year of FBS, and, and we've got a you know got a school coming here, and and so that's big. And, and the thing that we're trying to accomplish here is we, we want to be a consistently good program. We don't want to be a one hit wonder. Uh, you know, we don't want to be uh, somebody that's a flash in the pan. And and to be able to bring opponents like that here, that gets get us more notoriety, gives us opportunity to be on TV again, and hopefully continue to build this brand. But. Uh, we've got seven home games this year, and hopefully we can take advantage of all of those. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Coach Chadwell, I know you're super busy, and I really appreciate you coming on I Run Sports. And certainly you're, the offer is anytime you come here down to South Florida, feel free. We'd love for you to come in uh, the studio and talk about the, your season and what's going the next year. So that'd be great. That sounds good. I appreciate you all having me on, and you all have a great day. Thank you.